Hello and welcome back. I guess I should probably be saying that to myself a bit. Um, so crazy. It feels like forever that I've talked on a platform, even like on social media, even on YouTube. Like, I feel like I just have not spoken out loud to the world, to social media in a while. So this feels kind of strange, but it's currently 11.30 p.m. on Monday and it's March 1st, or March 1st, May 1st, excuse me. And I felt inclined to record an episode this week, which is the first time I've felt like speaking um, in a while. So yeah, I guess like let's get into that a little bit, get into kind of like where I've been, what's been going on in my life. Maybe we can talk about May and a new month and some intentions for that, um, some things that have been inspiring me maybe, um, just some like good thoughts, good things, good inspirational things. Um, but man, oh, my yawn. Sorry, I'm sleepy, but I have a lot of good thoughts tonight too, so kind of trying to make the best of me feeling this way, but yeah, I've been a bit absent on podcasts, on YouTube, on all of that, um, which has been really weird for me. It's felt strange, and if you're listening to this, I feel like most people listening to this aren't on social media aren't content creators, you probably have normal jobs, maybe you're in school, maybe you do social media, some, um, maybe you even do it more than I do, who knows, but I feel like people don't realize how, not hard it is, because I'm not going to say doing social media is your full-time job is hard, um, compared to other forms of work, which I've had, and it, they were way harder than what I do now, that's for sure. But it's hard in a way of like being just like having your whole life being online, especially someone like me who I try to be less curated. I try to talk about a lot of things that are vulnerable and difficult to speak on sometimes or that are very just very personal. So yeah, I think it it's made it harder for me to, as my audience grows, as I grow, as I transform, as I go through things, it's hard because you want to share things and then you realize maybe I shouldn't share all my thoughts and then you realize but maybe it'll be good and people care about you and I've gotten tons and tons of messages of like, where's your podcast, like whatever and I just feel like I've been craving the last few months kind of just a more private life and I'm still very active on Instagram um, but I even took some time away from TikTok a bit. I just feel like I really needed to live for a second um, because I think I was noticing that I was starting to lose sight of myself. I was starting to forget kind of like who I was, I started to just kind of, you know, I found myself in this relationship that really wasn't working and I went through a large breakup, which is why I think that's what really started me to stop posting or making an episode 
um, for two months. Um, I went through a pretty, uh, not rough breakup, but it was obviously like significant because I was with that person for a little over a year. And yeah, I think it was just like a very dramatic shift in my life. And I started hanging out with new people and doing new things and going out a lot and having a lot of fun and meeting new people and just like enjoying myself, which I felt like I hadn't done in a while because when you're in a relationship, sometimes you just get very, very kind of um, just kind of like in that world and you can't escape it. And so I felt like I just wasn't having a lot of fun enjoying myself. And so the last two months I have been experiencing more and spending more time with people and not just like being this little introverted, reclusive girl, which I know a lot of people followed me for. People followed me for, you know, cozy girl content, which I love to make still. And I'm always going to be this like decently healthy, disciplined, um, cozy, sweet uh, woman. But I just feel like I needed to kind of take some space to just like, yeah, live, be present. And it's been strange. <laughs> I've learned a lot and have thought about so much. And I'm still processing. And I actually been writing a lot. I've been on Substack, which is one of my favorite platforms now to share on. It's like a written free thing that you just subscribe to and I send my writings out. Um, so that's been really fun to do. Like it still feels like I'm doing something creative, um, which is good for me because I mean, I'm obviously a creative person and I will forever be creative and do things that are creative. So any outlet that I can have um, that feels right, I will kind of try to do. But, um, oh my God, Stevie's literally like curled up right next to me. It is so sweet. She's literally been grounding me so much. Um, but yeah, I, I went through the breakup. I went to Coachella, which was a really fun experience, but also a lot. I hadn't been since I was like 15, 16, 17, and it was some of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. The previous times I've gone in high school, um, with I went with a boyfriend at the time. It was very sentimental for me. And so being back there, I think having gone with, also I went with Adidas, which was like a huge deal for me in my career. Um, it felt so surreal. It was like a mixture of like, wow, like this is a crazy experience and I can't believe I'm doing this and I have imposter syndrome and I was very emotional on that trip and felt very stressed. Um, and then I also felt the nostalgia of being at that festival again and the layout and just like how it felt walking through the festival and the sunset and the palm trees and the artwork and it's such a surreal, amazing place in the desert and I just felt, I felt so grown. Um, and then right after that was my birthday I turned 26, so a lot of things, a lot of new things happened, um, and I've just been kind of experiencing being single and experiencing, um, meeting new people and having new friendships and what that feels like and how it feels to kind of go out again and, you know, be running around and feeling more free and excited about things, and I just hadn't felt that in a while, and I think that sometimes when you get so wrapped up too on healing and taking care of yourself you forget how it feels to like 
feel a lot of pleasure and feel good. And so I also, I kept feeling weird about it too. I kept calling my mom and being like, I know I'm going out again. I know it's bad. And she goes, you keep saying that. You keep saying like, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad that I'm doing that. Oh, it's bad that I'm doing this. It's like, she's like, Sophia, stop giving a label to things, you know? She's like, you're self-aware. You take care of yourself. You know, I don't really, I hardly drink. I hardly do anything. So she was like, like, you need to stop labeling experiences, um, and especially pleasurable experiences that aren't harmful in any way as bad or as like things you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't feel guilty for feeling pleasure. And I think that goes back to, you know, some of my old habits of, you know, having eating disorders and having um, just problems with my control and with discipline and being very restrictive in lots of different ways in my life. You know, I tend to go down that route. And so it's good for me to experience pleasure and and just enjoy life and enjoy things. So that's what I've been doing. And then I went to New York right after my birthday. I literally went to Coachella Thursday through Monday. Got back on Tuesday, or Monday. Tuesday was my birthday. No, got, I got back on, no, Tuesday was my free day. Wednesday was my birthday. Then Thursday morning at 8 a.m. I went to New York. So it was a lot. Um, but New York was also a very interesting experience. I, I think I made it come off a lot more great. I think I really showed a highlight reel that trip. But I, it, it really was like a mix of emotions. I actually come, came back earlier than I was supposed to. And I, it was just a lot for me. I think there was a mixture of things. I kind of wrote about it. I think it was hard for me because I was super burned out. And New York is not really a place where I think you can kind of feel burned out because it's not just like a vacation spot, you know, like, I guess you could just chill. But when I go to New York, I really want to just run around and see a bunch of my friends. And you know, you're on the subway, you're um, exploring, you're walking, like, I think I was walking, like, literally, like five miles a day, just exploring the city and stuff like that. And so New York's not a very good place for relaxation. So I thought, I feel like they just felt really burnt out. And I was PMSing, which meant that my threshold for uh, dealing with stuff was very, very, very low. Um, and I also saw my ex-boyfriend there, and just a few other things were coming up for me there, um, some stressors. But, you know, it was also a great experience. I learned a lot. It was a good way to start my 26th year. And I think that was tripping me out, too. I think, like, turning 26 like felt like a lot, like... I feel like sometimes I think I'm still such a baby and then sometimes I'm like wow like I am a real adult I'm a real human I'm a real woman and it really makes me think about that too whenever I come home and I have a space that's mine I have two cats um and I don't know sometimes it like freaks me out a little bit I'm like wow like I'm taking care of myself fully and sometimes I think too like wow like I never knew I could get to this point um, not to be super dark, but I think, I think I've mentioned this before too, but I think when I was younger, I just never thought about my future much. I think I was so mentally unwell for so much of my childhood that I never thought too much about like, oh, like one day when I have kids in my own apartment and my own place and my own life and my own cats and animals and 
don't know. I think I just like, I'd never really prepared for the future as much. And so having it be here now and having it be where I'm, you know, decently successful and decently like doing well is kind of insane. So I think, you know, getting a year older, you process those things. I think going in and out of friendships and relationships and, you know, thinking back as this breakup happened, I was thinking back on my past relationships. I actually wrote like a very interesting substack about it. Um, and kind of like an ode to all the, the boys that I've ever loved, um, and I've been in relationships with, which was really sentimental to do because I'm such a lover girl that love is such a defining thing in my life and it always has been. So, um, yeah, but I got back from New York and I've just been really chilling and getting back in the groove of things. And I do feel like I've lost some connection to myself in so many ways. And then I also feel like I've found connection to myself in a lot of ways. Um, but I feel like ultimately I just have, I feel really guilty for kind of choosing to not show up in the ways I used to on social media. I feel like I owe people things sometimes. And people message me like, where's this podcast? Where's that? Where's this? Like, I feel like I owe people things, which I do. And I love owing people things, not owing, but like showing up for myself and for others. But I think sometimes I feel like I want to make sure that I'm showing up in the right ways. And I think also like, I just have to remember that I'm also a human figuring things out. And I think sometimes when you talk a lot about you know, how to make your life better, how to be disciplined, how to be more creative. And when you share a lot of how-tos and a lot of guidance for others, it can put a lot of pressure on, on you because, you know, when I'm not doing so hot or whenever I feel off or feel unbalanced, it's like I almost like, I mean, I, it's like practicing what you preach, you know. So I'm trying to do that right now. I'm really focusing this month on reconnecting to myself. I keep saying that the word I'm using to do that is to like my overall theme for May is reconnection. And I just want to kind of really, really go back to the basics of what interests me, what makes me feel good, what makes me feel um, inspired and creative and attractive and all those things. I think sometimes... Um, when you're meeting a bunch of new people and you're going to a lot of new places and all that, you start to get a little inspired and you start picking up on things um, that others are doing, and which is fine, which is all good. And all this stuff isn't bad. It's like that's part of the process of life. You know, you you meet new people, you experience new things, they shift how you think about yourself and others dating can make you feel certain ways I mean that's why people like change so much you know all of a sudden you won't see someone for like four months and they have a brand new haircut they dress completely different they have like all these new groups they have these new hobbies like people change and shift and that's totally valid and great but I think I just felt a little skewed and like my perceptions of like what beauty is and what being cool is and what like I want in a relationship and what I don't like th that all is starting to get a little skewed and a little like influenced. So I just want to get back to myself a little bit and focus on things 
um, made me feel good. And a lot of those two are like trying new things. Like I'm taking a boxing class this week again and finishing doing, oh, excuse me, some artwork and creative shoots. I missed doing some creative shoots. I used to, I was doing them for a few months at the beginning of this year and I want to get back to that because that really makes me feel good. And more fashion stuff. More music stuff. I want to do the radio show, radio show episode that I've been talking about. And just like actually doing that. Um, and I don't know. I want to like do more creative brand deals. And work with more interesting brands. And maybe do an event again. Or try to do an event again soon. And all that. So I have a lot I want to do. But you know, I also want to level up. I think as I turn 26 too. I, I'm like damn like. I want to really be a woman. Like, I really want to be, like, slightly older. But I think also it scares me because the world feels so all over the place. And so sometimes it feels scary to think about being even more stable and getting more stable because I just feel like the world is not stable. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, all this, like, AI stuff and... I was, my friend was telling me today about, like, the, these banks going into, like, financial economic crisis and foreclosures with homes and, like, the housing market and just even the price, the cost of living is insane. Like, how am I ever going to buy a house? You know, how's anyone going to buy a house, um, property and stuff like that? And just thinking about, like, the future of influencers and the future of, you know, any of these creative jobs and stuff, it's just, it's hard. So... Anyways, I feel all over the place, so bear with me, but I also love to talk, and I think it's good for me. I think it's healing. I think it's important to continue to share, and I'm excited for this month. I think May always feels pretty good. It's like the last month of spring before summer, and I love summer so much, so I just can't wait for it to be warmer and better and all that, so yeah, I'm excited. And I think I'm going to keep doing the podcast. I think I want to keep chatting on here and talking about things and, you know, discussing and being a podcast and a page that can be inspirational, that can be entertaining, that can be maybe just you want to hear someone talk and maybe it's comforting. I love when people tell me that I'm comforting because I feel like I feel that way with so many people as well so I think the more people that we have online that can comfort us the better so yeah maybe that's just what my podcast will be right now maybe that's all it needs to be is that so anyways um I love you guys and I think it's gonna be a good month I'm affirming that for all of us and I'm excited to kind of talk more bring this baby back and yeah so Anyways, I need to go to sleep, but I will talk to you guys soon. Hello, hello. <clears throat> oh my goodness. This is going to be hard to record. My voice is not great. I'm currently fighting a little bit of a cold. And I'd love to do this thing where I will literally pretend like I'm not sick. Unless, obviously, it's COVID. I tested major on COVID. But I'll pretend that I'm not sick until, like, the third day like I'm still low-key like I've been doing stuff today I went to Pilates this morning 
that is how bad I am at admitting to myself that I am sick because I hate being sick and it makes me feel claustrophobic and annoyed and I've had so much to do. So I've just pretended that I'm not sick, even though I'm like, I was literally getting Botox earlier this morning and I was sitting in the chair and my dentist who gives me my Botox and she's one of my favorite people. Like we literally like talk about life and she's like a mom to me. Anyway, she comes in and I like literally like choke on my words because my voice is so hoarse. And she's probably thinking like, girl, are you okay? Like, why are you sitting in my chair? I'm about to be hovering over your face and you literally sound as sick as a dog. So anyways, but like for me, I just, I'm like, mm, I'm fine. Like I'll just take Advil and like call it a day. And I'm currently about to go on a shoot tonight at 10 PM. And yeah, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm so fine. I'm so fine. But anyways, I wanted to do an episode today because I've been thinking a lot and I've been not going out as much, partly because I've been sick, but partly just because I've been, ever since getting back from New York and having tons of fun, March and April, I've been really wanting to slow down and just get back to myself and find my creativity and my thoughts and my brain again. So I'm back in her. And I've been thinking a lot about this one topic that I actually... I went to Pilates last Saturday with one of my close friends, childhood friends, and I kind of asked her, like, what's something going on in your life that maybe I could talk about on the podcast, something that maybe, like, I'm dealing with as well. And she mentioned this whole, we kind of had a conversation about this whole idea about, um, like, long-term versus short-term pleasure, and she's a teacher, and she works a nine-to-five during the week, which I don't. I have a very chaotic, all-over-the-place schedule, Example being that I'm going to a photo shoot at 10 p.m. tonight. I have another one at 12 tomorrow. I'm kind of in this like model model mode. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm not complaining. It's fine. Um, but anyways, she has a 9 to 5. And then on the weekend, she said that she's just been really going out and like drinking and going kind of like partying and having fun because she feels almost like, you know, that's her time to do that. But it also can be very draining and kind of make her week feel weird and so kind of having that like balance and that back and forth feels kind of a lot sometimes and I think of other friends who can get sucked into the partying going out uh kind of playing into your vices quite a bit type of lifestyle and then when it comes to discipline you kind of fall backwards and um I think it's just like an interesting conversation between like balance and pleasure and long-term short-term pleasure how do you kind of you know for those of us too who are freelance or who work for ourselves or who kind of are newly adults I mean I'm not a new adult I'm 26 but sometimes it feels like I am I'm like wow I really have like free will to do whatever the fuck I want to do like no one's telling me that I can't like eat donuts for, for dinner like that's crazy like I feel like sometimes I like need more rules like, I feel like I need supervision sometimes. I'm like, this is crazy that I just control what I do. But for the most part, I'm great and do the right things. But it's an interesting topic and I think it like it's very relatable. And um, I think it pertains to a lot of us who are in our 20s, maybe younger, maybe older. Um, because pleasure in general is an interesting topic and I've had a very interesting relationship with it and I actually just wrote a long substack not a long one but a substack uh, p 
piece on pleasure and my relationship to it and how I really abused pleasure from the ages of like 13 to 18, 19, 20. And I really harp on and talk a lot about my childhood because obviously, you know, people will give me shit like, oh, she always talks about being this bad, crazy, mean girl. And it's like, I mean, I talk about these things because they shaped who I am and who I'm not anymore. And I think that, you know, our childhoods and who we used to be and the past versions of ourselves are very important to understand who we are now and understand why we do those things that we do, why we make decisions, why we choose not to make decisions. So I always bring my past self when I talk about my, my current self because it's part of me, a huge part of me, most of my life, almost all of my life up until the last five years have been that way. So obviously I'm going to talk about it, but anyways, I, um, I had a, a really rocky past with pleasure and I was mentioning in the, and the written thing I honestly I should just read it but I'm not going to um I was talking about how starting when I was like 14 15 I considered myself a hedonist and a hedonist if you don't know is someone who basically just puts pleasure before anything else and who just makes it their life purpose to have as much pleasure as possible and some could you know relate this to being a narcissist and someone who is very self-absorbed and it does make you a very self-absorbed person because obviously if you're putting your pleasure before everyone else's then you are kind of a piece of shit right um we have to be kind of empathetic and aware and somewhat kind beings in order to function decently in this society um and to be likable and to not be getting into trouble and to obey the laws and structures that our culture has set up for us you know requires you to be a decent thoughtful person to some degree definitely in los angeles there's a far far fewer kind uh good-natured empathetic people but i digress um but anyways i definitely like lived by hedonism i would write it on my in my notebooks, on my notes for class, I was obsessed with the idea of being a nihilist hedonist. And nihilism is the idea that nothing is nothing matters. Like nothing's real, nothing matters. It's like a philosophy term. And uh, I don't think the philosopher who coined that term and that meaning wanted a 14-year-old girl to live by that. But I did. And it made me really a piece of shit. And I speak about this stuff now again because I've, I'm have i not that way anymore and I've learned from all of my mistakes. But I did live by those, uh, those philosophies and I, pleasure was my, my, the only thing that mattered in my life. I would do anything that I wanted. I would, I would treat my own pleasure as just the pinnacle of my existence. And it became so intense for me that I lied and disobeyed and cheated not just like on relationships but just in general I just was a cheating person I tried to cheat the systems and cheat people and cheat myself and it was not good so um yeah just kind of interesting I I definitely was full-fledged into short-term pleasure very impulsive. That's where I think a lot of impulsivity, if you're an impulsive person, you usually seek 
you know, you're a thrill seeker, you seek uh, short form pleasure, things that are gonna just kind of give you that immediately immediate hit of dopamine and feel good hormones and thrill and excitement and usually you, you know, have a lot of vices, whether it's women or money, gambling, uh, drinking, anything to get that high, you know, whatever that may be. Uh, for me, it was even like just doing things like I bought when I was in high school, <laughs> two separate times during one year, I bought two different huskies, husky puppies, like baby husky puppies in the middle of nowhere off Craigslist. And I just brought them home and my parents were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I wanted a husky puppy. And they look at me like, why would you do that? Like you live in our home and did you not think about like the long-term effects of like how you go to school? Like how are you going to take care of a, a puppy, let alone not just like any puppy, but like a like one of the most highly active, hard to train dogs there is like what is going through your brains and and I was like nothing besides this will fix all my problems so that's how bad it got for me where I just was not there mentally like everything was just like me 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 um what made me feel good and usually it came from a place too of like I was depressed and anxious and mentally unwell and worried and stressed about things and so I had to get it out in some way and I think a lot of times pleasure can come from ego right it can come from wanting to fulfill something to fulfill an insecurity to make us feel better about ourselves to uh people please to um make us feel more in control make us feel better about our lives make us feel better about who we are um, we use people, relationships, um, we use material items, we use things to make us feel good and and there's nothing too wrong with this. I also would like to say that I'm talking about this extreme. So we're talking about the extreme of pleasure. We're also going to talk about the extreme of no pleasure and then we're going to talk about the in between, which is how we should technically strive to live. But I'm not saying all pleasure is bad. I'm not saying that watching trash TV and eating a comfort meal is not good to do. I think pleasure and satisfying some of those needs and even feeding your ego a little bit, do it. We're human. We need that shit. Life is fucking crazy and hard and I'm not someone that's going to say to be disciplined all the time is the answer because I genuinely believe that it's not. That That's not happiness. Happiness is pleasure. Um, and one thing that I've evolved to understand as I got to be an adult is that pleasure is happiness, but pleasure can also be found in different ways than I thought it could be. As in discipline, as in routine, as in kindness, as in humility, as in friendships and healthy relationships and sometimes doing things you don't wanna do. And that's where long-term versus short-term pleasure comes into play because you start to realize when you get older and maybe you realize this early on, good for you, it's amazing if you do, but you can get a lot from doing things that aid in the bigger picture as opposed to just what feels good in the moment. And I think I do a lot of that now. 
And I think we all do as adults, like the same way that you're like, okay, let me like clean up my room before I leave because I know that future self is going to want a clean room when she gets home from her trip, right? Or I know that like working out, waking up an hour earlier and working out in the morning is going to just make me feel so good for the rest of my day. Or even like maybe prepping for my meeting before going into it blindly is way better and will help me get this job and make me feel more confident in the meeting than just, you know, going, saying whatever and just winging it. So I think that pleasure evolves. I think we need different types of pleasure in different parts of our lives. For instance, if you are dealing with something like grief or a heartbreak or, um, some sort of like depressive episode or something, maybe you need to gravitate towards short-term pleasure. And I think it's the awareness, obviously, that's key. You know, so being aware that like, okay, I'm needing some short-term pleasure right now, Um, which I love. I love realizing the kind of pleasure that I want and need at the moment. And that doesn't, again, always have to be this like negative connotation or you have to kind of like obsess over the pleasure because I have been that way. And let me get into that too. (laughs) 